0: solo episode. Emily is starting school, so our schedules are kind of like opposite each other right now, especially with her working overnight. Um, So it's just me today. It might be a long one, it might be a short one, but we're always here for a good time. So cue the intro. So I thought that I would take it upon myself to just go ahead and, you know, do a typical relationship slash situationship podcast and kind of explain where I am at 24, almost 25 in my dating life. Um, I did say in the last episode that I was kind of like getting uncomfortable, sharing a lot about my personal life. Because I have definitely stepped away from the vlogger and social media part of my life. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get back into it, but you know, we will see. But at this time, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm just working on myself professionally and getting into things that way. But the situationship that I was in was a large part of my life in LA, and I think that I should talk about it and like things that I wish that I could have avoided, and kind of like how. How we met, Um, so I've been on tons of dating websites, as you know, from our uh, dating app episode, so I met him on Hinge, and I, it was the first guy that I had met on Hinge, and I was like, you know what, why not, he seemed nice, I didn't notice the weed, his hand i just noticed the hair because for all of my friends that know me i am a long hair person um i think it's so sexy like jacob from twilight the first movie before he cut his hair my jam um little fizz from b2k when he had the ponytail yes um it's just it's a thing it is a total thing like kind of like tallish not really that tall slender body with long hair um, dreads trigger me, I can't do dreads anymore, um, I recently was seeing this guy who had dreads, he was from my hometown, um, or where I was born, and I dug it, I was like, I love the accent, I love the hair, the body, he's tall, and note to self, stop, we don't date people from Chicago, we just don't, um, like, I should have learned, but, I hadn't. And now I have. And um, for some reason, I'm the person that loves to make compromises because I want people to make compromises for myself. And when they don't, it hurts my feelings. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to deal with it. No more. No more. And I did that a lot in my situationship. Um, Honestly, like on our first date, I probably said about 10 words to him because I was so in my mind and I wasn't used to I wasn't used to dating. I was like insecure about my body. I like, cause for the viewers who've never seen me, go look at my Instagram. Like I'm very curvy, very hibaceous, very boobacious. Um, and I never really learned how to deal with that. And I was always like called like fat or like, I, my body type was never desired when I was growing up so I always wanted to hide it and like change it and never accepted it for what it was so venturing into the dating world thinking and having all of these body image issues and self-esteem issues I was kind of like I don't know how to I don't know what to do with myself I don't know how to do with myself I don't know if I'm going to be accepted or rejected in this dating world that I am new in um, because for the first couple of years I didn't date at all like I I would yeah sure I would like see guys from time to time have crushes on them from time to time we were you know dabbling in the physical part of guys for a little while but that was just for like my pleasure not for like anything else Um, but after like my little like three-day stint I didn't date didn't have sex with anybody I was just like working grinding didn't have time for it until I met Um, I think we were calling him like Trumpito until I met Trumpito. That's when I started to, um, like date a little bit more and I was involved with him and I'm a one woman kind of girl. Like now, yes, your girl has a rotation. I'm not sleeping with anybody right now, but I do have, um, a list of guys that I talk to from time to time and go out with from time to time, but I'm not doing anything crazy. So what is a situationship? I define it as you are dating, but you guys have not um, defined the relationship. He doesn't, he or she does not want to define the relationship, but you guys are doing relationship type things, going out on dates, sleeping at each other's house all the time, leaving things at each other's house all the time. But when it comes down to actually defining and solidifying the relationship, there is a block, there is a miscommunication, Um, there is nothing there me and my situationship, we did date for about three months where I was his girlfriend. He was my boyfriend. Um, and then there came a time where it just stopped and it wasn't my doing, it was his doing. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was nice. Um, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about what I don't want and what I do want in a partner. Um, if, One of the guys that I have talked to is curious about that and they're listening to this podcast. Well, buddy, you're just going to have to find out because I'm not going to tell you in this podcast. Um, Drink break. Yeah, so there were a lot of things in the end that really messed with me after a while. Um, Like we were on and off for a while and he would just like stop talking to me, and it was, it was a lot, it was a lot of pain, it was a lot of like laughter, but mostly pain, and in the end, um, he just showed that he didn't really mean anything to me, or I didn't mean anything to him, and that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, and I was like, I will never talk to you again, I will never see you again, I wish you well, but that was that, um, And I personally don't wanna get into that again. And I think in this last little thing that I was in, like just dating randomly, I am deathly afraid of falling back into that pattern of a situationship um, because it's comfortable and it's familiar territory for me. And that's kind of like all that I've ever done. And I always wonder like, for instance, the guy that showed me his ween on Snapchat, the comment that I made that, like, I'm not the guy, like, it doesn't it doesn't ever seem like I'm the girl that guys date. It's I'm the girl that guys fuck. And then there's always this, like, skinny blonde chick that guys usually date. And um, a guy that I had met up with yesterday, he's like, I only date black girls. And I was like, hmm, what a nice change of pace. Because guys usually don't check for black girls. It's just a thing. I don't know why. Maybe they're weak. They can't handle it. Um, they don't know how to handle it. But it, it's a problem. So me having that mindset and getting back into actually dating and, like, getting to know people, it's, like, it's so uncomfortable for me. And, like, they always want to get hypersexual, like, the first, what, the first date, the first couple of dates, and I'm, like, shutting it down. And they're, like, oh, you don't like me? And I'm, like, if that's where you're, if that's what you're getting from me stating my boundaries, you're not the guy for me. So I guess let's go into what are the key differences between relationships and situationships. And I don't think I've actually ever been in a long-term relationship. So bear with me on this one. I'm just like pulling it from TV shows that I've seen and referenced. So, all right, let's get into it. So with a relationship, I always think that there is a level of dating that goes on to it, Um, and there's like you have the first date, you meet, you see if you click, hold hands. Um, Depending on who you are, you kiss, and there's a second date, getting to know them a little bit more. You're developing whether or not you actually like them, Um, and there's a third date. Some people might have sex on third date. You kind of like figure out like where you want to be. And then you kind of, like, oh, I kind of want to be in a relationship with this person. And you guys start, you know, texting, calling every day. Um, You might start spending the night at each other's house a little bit more. If you've had sex, if you've not had sex, you just see each other a little bit more. You prioritize each other a little bit more. The stakes are a little bit higher because the emotions are there and you guys have a mutual attraction to each other. I feel like with a situation it's kind of accelerated. So you, you might go on the date, um, you might sleep with them, and then instead of you guys like meeting for coffee or like actually sharing, um, sharing things about each other and like getting to know each other, you guys might still do that, but it's always at night. There's always weed calls. There's always sex involved. There's always like something. Um, involved and this might you know not always be true because during my situationship I did work a hell of a lot so I was working and then I would just go to his house after and like sleep spend the night etc but to me what I'm looking for is for somebody to actually show that extra effort and be like I want to be with you But I also think it's an alarm when they're telling you that like on the first date, like they're planning things and you guys like I'm I also have like a little bit of PTSD from people like trying to I don't know if it's called trapping, but like trying to plan things in advance. And then when things don't happen, then it's kind of like a really, really bad letdown. You're like, wow, like now I'm not even mourning you as a person. I'm mourning what I thought we would have. And that's kind of what sucks in the end. I do feel like Will like Will and Jada, the way that they termed the situation is that she needed some kind of emotional support and connection and they both provided something but didn't want to solidify the relationship. At least that's what Jada's side was. I don't know what August Alsina's side was. But it's almost like they kind of like trick you into, or not even trick, because it's not even technically that serious, but you almost get into a friends with benefits kind of situation. I've been in that before as well, and um, some people might say that I'm just, like, scared of commitment, but I, like, if I deemed the person, like, that we fit and we're on the same page, I would totally be down for that, you know, but, like, it's just kind of, both people want, need to want the same thing, And it almost feels like they never actually do want the same thing. And I don't know why. And that's kind of the annoying part about dating is that you're taking a chance. You're taking a chance that, one, you can trust this person because you are, like, going out with them. And I always advise people who are going on dates, share your location with somebody. Make sure somebody has a picture of him, his phone number. That way, if anything happens, you are safe because there are just shitty things that happen in this world and you can't always trust guys or girls because it does happen on both ends. And that's a precaution that I always take. And it kind of does suck. Like I went on a date like maybe like two weeks ago, like two and a half weeks ago with this guy and it was the awkwardest thing I've ever been on. I met him and and immediately I was like, fuck, I can't go home. He bought these tickets in N.L.A. Movie tickets are expensive, and I love going to the movies, but I love going to the movies by myself, because it seems like when I go with other people, they just do not know movie etiquette, aka shut up, do not fall asleep during the movie, and eat your food quietly, and do not make commentary about the movie. Um, Let me not go off on a whole rant, because me working in movie theater for almost two years, I just... I like my movie experience to be in the movie. I go, and I don't spend money on movies anymore still, but I like to go and I like to actually enjoy what I'm seeing, especially at $18. Like, bruh, leave me the fuck alone. Um, so he, his movie etiquette was all right. He did, like, sort of want to talk during the movie. We did have dinner before. I did not eat. The pizza was trash. Um, I thanked him, but I was like, you're not going to be spending money on me on this pizza. I'm not going to eat it. Um, went to the movies and then he did try to put his arm around me and we were in those recliners. It was hella uncomfortable. I was like, bro, this is not comfortable. Like my neck, I, I can't. Um, and then at the end he tried to kiss me. Why do guys think they're entitled to a kiss at the end of a date? No, if the vibe is not there, we have not, like, we don't have a rapport, we don't have any kind of, no, I, and then he puckered, he puckered his lips, and then came towards me, and I was like, no, honey, no, 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 and they was like, oh, like, they get so offended, and it's like, you're in your head about this whole thing, and that's the, that was the problem with the last guy that I, like, went on a consecutive dates with, he, like, do you ever think about how the girl's experience is or are you just like oh my god she's so pretty oh my god she's so like she smells nice and her hair is nice are you actually thinking like oh I wonder how she is enjoying this experience because I'm like I'm like does he think I'm enjoying this experience does he like read my body language Can- I'm reading his body language he seems super open and calm but his demeanor, like his he's making me feel kind of like like anxious And I'm like, I don't know how to feel about him. I just, I think people just need to be a little bit more aware um, and get out of their heads about certain things anyways. um, So yeah, I think that that's kind of like what people get from a situationship. Like depending on where they're at, they don't want commitment. They want somebody who is still going to be there when they need them for whatever they need for. But they don't want to commit. So whether it's sex, cuddling, emotional support, something like that, that's what you get from a situationship. But you get that, and then the commitment part and the the reassurance. And um, you have to work on it a little harder. Like, with my situationship, he didn't want to work on it. Like, he didn't want he didn't want to go out anymore, he wanted to stay in, and he just didn't really kind of care what I wanted, like, on special occasions, he would go out, and he just didn't want to be inconvenienced by anything that, like, I wanted, um, if it was an inconvenience to him, he wasn't gonna go, and that's, like, part of, like, love, is you will inconvenience yourself because of your significant other, where that's going to a family dinner and you hate their family. Um, you know, things like that. And relationships are hard and like you have to be willing to do the work. And a lot of people in 2021 aren't willing to do the work. And that's why dating culture fucking sucks. Um, yeah, so I can tell you guys a success story actually, like, because my dating life isn't that bad, I've had some pretty great dates, let's take, um, we were, uh, we were calling him Chicago, this guy that I was dating for two weeks, so Chicago was nice, he was nice, um, like, he picked, he, like, came to my job, and he was funny, like, all the good attributes, he was funny, he was cute, um, we vibed, and it literally felt like I was transported, back to my childhood in Chicago, um, running the streets with my cousins, and then you just meet this, like, really quirky, funny guy that's, like, six foot and, like, muscly and, like, has a great personality, um, so we, like, talked for, like, almost an hour, and then he was, like, well, when I'm gonna see you again, and we met, he... Sorry. Um, he came to pick me up after work one day. It was super late. It was like 8 or 9. I got off early and he was like, well, let's go to Harold's because if you are from Chicago, you know that Harold's Chicken is a staple and they they have one in LA now in Hollywood. So we went to Harold's and um, we didn't know that it was going to be closed. So we got Harold's and then we went back to his place and Like, we talked, we laughed, we hee-hee, we ha ha we watched Black Widow, he fell asleep, he was drinking a little bit, and he smokes a little bit. Um, That's one attribute in my future mate that I am just not willing to tolerate anymore. Like, I've dated constant smokers, and I'm just not willing to do that anymore. Um, You can smoke every once in a while, but I just do not want to commit to somebody who is a constant weed smoker. I can't do it. I don't want anybody who does drugs and drinks heavily all the time. We go out, fine. I'm not gonna police you, but I like if we end up staying together, being married. I do not want my house smelling like weed. I don't want like the people around that come with that kind of scene. I'm over it, over it, over it. Um, so, at this time, I didn't know that that was like he smoked on regular. So, um, watched the movie, and then, movie was long as fuck. Black Widow was long as shit. Um, so we're watching it, he falls asleep, I'm, like, kind of, like, done with it. I wanted to see the whole movie, I was tired as fuck, though. So, I, like, try to wake him up, he is a heavy-ass sleeper, and I'm like, you ready to take me home? And then, like, I let him kiss me, not gonna lie, let him kiss me. He's all, like, tall and muscular, and he 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 Um, and then he's obviously tired. He's like, do you want to lay down? I was like, hmm, I guess. And then y'all just ain't going to figure out what happens after that. Use your imagination and don't be nasty. Um, text me home. And then after that, we kind of have this rapport. Like we talk throughout the day. We text throughout the day. And like every once in a while, like he'll come over to my house because I like to be close to my work. Convenient for me. Um yeah so we like have this kind of rapport and I started to get kind of paranoid that this is going into a situationship and then we're just going to cut it because it's going to be a success story so that was a great date it was a nice date um I felt really good afterwards there wasn't any kind of like ooh uh about it um yeah so I feel like I've had a number of great dates not all of them have to go into a relationship, um, but I do think it's important to get to know the person that you're trying to date and all these things. So yeah, um, I guess my takeaway from dating in LA is it is holy trash. Dating in LA is so trash because with the dating culture in the 21st century because it is actually the 21st century um people don't people are scared it's almost like the housing market there's such a quick turnover like instead of working through a situation if you truly like somebody they're just like "Mm," ghost and on to the next and it's like what the fuck is that like I understand why girls joke and be like, ugh, I'm just going to go lesbian. Because, like, within, like, the first couple of dates of meeting a girl who, y'all are, like, moved in together, married, have a cat, have, like, like planning your future. There's so much emotional stability there. And, guys, there's just so low of a bar for guys. And, y'all, I'm not trying to have this rant. Because, um... I'm dating a lot more now, and I'm, like, out there, and I'm, like, in the trenches, and this shit is, like, war. Like, you find a decent guy, you're like, oh, he's so cute, oh my god, he opened the door for me, oh my god, like, he's actually, like, we have good conversation, we have good rapport, the dick is bomb, (sighs) and then he just, like, fucks it up, because he doesn't trust women. And he doesn't know actually how to communicate. And then he has a kid, and you're like, I'm not trying to be step mama. There's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Sometimes I really can't, <laughs> but I really want to. Like I want to be able to like hang out with somebody and like be like have that euphoric feeling that I get when I listen to an Ariana Grande album, but with somebody like. And, like, be able, like, actually to, like, open up to somebody and, like, be like, oh, I know he loves me. And I know that he accepts me and all my faults and I accept him and all of his faults because I am that bitch. Like, I am an emotional powerhouse for my friends. Um, at least I believe that I am. I don't have that many people that I trust in L.A. and that I'm friends with in L.A., But that's for a reason, because people come and go, and it's kind of really hard to know who is actually there for you. And that's, I guess that's kind of one of the reasons why I stopped sharing my life on social media so much, because I'm in the dating world, and, like, people, like, my, excuse me, I don't know why my voice is cracking like that, but um, guys that I'm dating can easily find me on social media because my account is not private. I don't want to make it private because... Like, I make content for the public, but they can easily just, like, go find my stuff and, like, figure out all the things about me and then, like, pop into my life. And I think that's same about friends. It's, like, almost like they don't have to come check on you because they're, like, oh, she's fine. But y'all, remember, like, it's a hi- like, social media and everything is a highlight reel. And they just, like, oh, oh she's a cool girl. I could date her. But, like just like guys like i don't know if you struggle with anxiety, depression, bipolar. I don't know if you struggle. I don't know what you struggle with behind the scenes and you have to you have to want to get to know that person versus the person that you see on social media. And that is the problem with dating people in LA. They see you have numbers or they or they have numbers and they're they're scared that you don't have numbers and you just want to you know, use them for whatever they have. And I just think people in this 21st century dating age have a lot of trust issues, and again, don't wanna do the work. Thus, you get all the benefits of that with a situationship. You don't have to communicate. You don't have to know their last name. You don't have to know their family members. You can just meet up, get what you need, and then leave. And if you're doing that to somebody who you're not being 100% truthful with, That kind of sucks because they're expecting one thing and you're offering another and then whenever it only ends when something hits the fan and that can mean a number of things you can stop stop replying to them all together aka ghosting which sucks and I don't do that anymore I would rather have the hard conversation and let you know that I'm not interested um, and then have it be done because I think ghosting is the coward's way out. Um, you could tell them, like I just mentioned, and um, it's still gonna hurt their feelings because if you haven't been 100% honest with them, they're they're on a whole other wavelength. They're like, oh my god, she likes me. Oh my god, whoa, well, like we're gonna be together forever. They're planning a future with you. They're like, oh my god, I can't wait for you to meet my mom. And then you're like, bruh, like I don't know where the fuck you are, but we are we are in two different Parts of this relationship right now and so I think it's always good to kind of touch base in a situation like I can tell that a lot of the guys I'm talking to right now are into me but I think they're into the way that I look um they haven't actually taken the time out to like hey how are you doing why do you work so much um how like what's your story where have you where have you come from I'm like, I've come, I've come along from the year 2018 to now. I've come a long way in LA. I am so proud of my personal accomplishments. And there's just so much to come. And I'm in this place right now. I'm happy. Like, I look at my, my surroundings and what's coming, and I'm happy. Um, I might not be happy tomorrow, I might be happy after that. But I want somebody who's willing to take that journey with me, and I want to take that journey with somebody. Um, So yeah, 27 minutes. I think that's a good place to stop. Um, So y'all know I love talking about relationships. I love talking about friendships and interpersonal communications and everything with people. Um, I'm getting used to like kind of like recording solo episodes. It still kind of makes me anxious little bit that I'm just talking but yeah so I think we'll end it here um yeah, you know, if you're in a long-term relationship and you think anything that I said is complete bullshit and I don't know anything let me know you know feel free to message dm on sister sister combo on instagram and um I'm Joanna denise on instagram I'm very active on my instagram behind the scenes I haven't posted in a while. But hopefully we'll get back to that. Um, If you have any questions about my situationship or my dating life, feel free to ask. I am an open book. If you are a guy, that is, I'm seeing right now, you shouldn't be listening to this. Text me if you have any questions about that, okay? Um, All right, I love you guys. I will see you in the next one. Emily will be back and uh, yeah, we got this piece.